Welcome to Quest Friends. We are the Quest Friends, and this is one of our mid-seasons campaign. In this one, I am hosting a one-shot by the tabletop RPG Dread, which is published by the Impossible Dream and co-creator Abdaya Ravashol. In addition to that, I also want to give a quick shout out to the partial inspiration for this roleplay that I'm doing, which is the podcast Grim Reading, specifically the episode The Boy Who Went Forth Learned What Fear Was. I am Ari, pronouns she, her. My name is Tom, he, him. Emily, she, they, pronouns. I'm Hallie, she, her, pronouns. I'm Kyle, the other he, him. This is going to be my first, anyone can wear the mask kind of was me as a player, but this is my first player session. So this is exciting. Excellent. Okay, so I guess we'll, oh, I guess I need to explain how Dread works. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... So Dread, as I as I mentioned, uh, this RPG is fun, and I have actually run it before once, also with most of the people here right now. And it's really cool because originally what you do is you have a Jenga tower, and every time you do an action, you pull a block from the Jenga tower, or several blocks, depending on how hard your action is. And then if the tower drops, your character either dies or something irreversible happens to them, which is kind of what I'm going to go with. But obviously, because we're doing this virtually, we don't have a Jenga tower. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to use dice and we're going to roll a dice whenever people want to do an action. And if people roll the same number that has been rolled before, we will count that as if the tower had been dropped. So... And are we going to start with six as the first death number? Well, we we can. I thought I <laughs> I thought no death numbers were first. Yeah, I, I then, was going to give you guys a freebie roll. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. That that was the impression I got from this description just now. Well, we're we're making this up as we go along, Tom. It could be whatever the fuck we want it to be. We can. Uh, uh, relevant. I have a follow up question. When you roll a death number, say six, somebody rolls a six, then a second person rolls a six and then dies. Does six get reset as a death number? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, okay. Okay. Because otherwise... It means we aren't all going to just die en masse yeah. Yeah. Right <laughs> at one point. Yeah, like I have dead scenarios and I, it will be fun if at least one person died. But like, I don't want everybody to die right away. Right away. That's the key word <laughs> right, here. Right away. Very key word here. Right away. Yes. Okay, so are we ready to get started? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, here begins my narration. You all have heard of the old house that is sitting in the middle of the street in your town. Everyone in your town has heard about that old house. And specifically, all of your town knows about the local legend surrounding this house saying that whoever spends a full night in it will be able to obtain whatever item they most desire, no matter how fantastical or impossible it may sound. Despite this, you have never heard of anyone actually attempting to spend the night in it, or at least you don't think you have. But tonight everything is going to change. For whatever reason you decided today was the day you would try your luck and spend the night in this abandoned house, prove the legend true, and drape yourself in glory with the item of your choice. So, you went forth to the place where no one has ever dared to go before. Unfortunately, so did three other people. So, right now you're standing in front of this house. Who are you? What are you doing here? I can go first. Because I have not revealed my name to people that I finalized last night. Only to me. I'm very excited. Only to you. My name is Brent Chaz, and I only know one thing. I need to kill chaos. It's very important to me that the forces of chaos, and chaos itself, be destroyed. The guys down at the pub said that with this legend, I could finally obtain the orb of chaos, destroy chaos forever. So excited. Zooming back for a moment, Brent Chaz 
He's got like that shortcut but kind of styled blonde bro hair, a bit of stubble. He doesn't need to shave. God. He knows what he's here for. God. He's wearing like a red polo shirt that's like kind of long, looks like it's supposed to be tucked in, but it's not. It's just out. And he's wearing tight black jeans with like a chain hanging from like the belt, like he's a goddamn Kingdom Hearts character. <laughs> also, his pronouns are he, him, if you had not guessed. I'm so excited to pick music for that character. You have no idea. I'm so upset by all of the choices done tonight. Brent Chaz, everybody. Brent Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> Would anybody mind if I went last? I need to go third or fourth, so I'm going to wait. Okay, so I'll I'll go next then. <laughs> also standing in front of this house, but not speaking to anyone because they're all beneath him, is a man who has a long, billowing blue overcoat. You can tell that he's rich by his overcoat because it's just not something a normal person would wear. And he is shuffling a deck of cards in his hands and then he'll put them in his little, like, he's got like a little holster, but for cards and just for cards. And he'll cross his arms and say, I, Pesto Scuba, will emerge victorious with the White Eyes Blue Dragon card. Because as we all know, ghosts aren't real. So this will be a piece of cake. <laughs> God. So you've got Chaz, you've got Brent Chaz there, you've got Pesto Scuba there. Standing behind them, just absentmindedly twiddling his hands. A just normal looking guy looks at Pesto Scuba <laughs> in his giant trench coat and just goes, Oh my god. Hey, are, uh, are you in the line for the G-Force RTX 3082? I already have three. Why would I need another one? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I wonder where the line is then. And this man, his name is Peter, P-E-T-E-R, Wynn, H-U-Y-N-H. He is pretty average looking guy, late 20s. He's got this short, very dark brown hair and just a nice smile. He's just a, a happy guy, happy to be there waiting in line. I'm sorry, uh, this is a crime scene. You can't be here. FBI. And he flips up the badge and then flips it close before you can look at it. Fuck. Uh, Agent Zeppelin. <laughs> and he looks a little frantic about it. Agent Zeppelin. This is not his name. <laughs> I'm so upset. I don't know if you attempted to mimic exactly like Sam Winchester, but you sounded just like oh. him. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Okay, fine. <laughs> God, I'm so angry. Okay, so... Just to specify, I completely ignore the FBI agent telling me that I can't do things, that I just go into the fucking house and don't talk to anybody else. Well, he's also wearing jeans and flannel. He doesn't look very professional, and he won't actually show you his badge. Peter <laughs> thinks he's a cosplayer, and so, yeah, he'd be here for the graphics card, so Peter will actually get in line behind him. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and I'll extend his hand. Hey, uh, my name's Peter. P-E-T-E-R. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, but you really shouldn't be here. This is a crime scene. It's true. Crimes have been committed by chaos. <laughs> you can't be here either. This is, uh, F. B.I. jurisdiction. Oh, yeah, no. I, no, I get it. I get it. No, I, I don't support Ubisoft games, so we're fine there. <laughs> Oh my god. Incredible. The thing is, he's not gonna stop anybody who tries to go in. He's just gonna, like, reach his hand out, like, no, don't do it, but not actually. I mean, I'm, I'm still behind you. I'm just standing there. Just standing well, there. Mr. Scuba is booking it in there. Oh no, he's not booking it. It's a saunter. He's already, he's just, he's like, like, he walking in as if he owns this house. Which he doesn't, but... Brent is walking in like he's gonna slow walk in and like kick <laughs> open the door. Actually, he probably does kick open the door if he reaches it first. Okay, uh, god, this is a, the weird thing about not having, like, actual numbers, because, like, I can't make you roll to see who reaches the house first or anything. Why not? Yeah, typically the way it would work is that if somebody wanted to beat someone else, they would automatically lose unless they pulled a Jenga block or rolled a dice. 
if they were competing with each other, then it would be kind of an arms race back and forth. So whoever's the aggressor pulls a dice to succeed, and then whoever's defending pulls a block to succeed. And it's basically them pulling blocks until one of them is like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, God. So who wants to back down first, Koontz? (laughs) Well, the thing is that, like, I don't know that Pesto really cares about making it first. Okay. Brent also doesn't care. Okay. Peter opens the door. (laughs) Maybe the line's in there. I love it. Okay. Uh, For no particular reason, roll me your first freebie dice. The first death number is 12. 12! It's my favorite number! (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. All right, obviously nothing happens because it's the first death number, but I wanted this. (laughs) So... You touch the handle and you kind of feel like a quick like electric jolt almost kind of like when you like touch a thing and it's like kind of like electricity but it passes away kind of fast it you just feel it at first and then the door of the house like opens almost like in its own and you don't really see much of the house inside you just like see it open and like it's like ready for you all to go inside if you so wish yeah peter's just gonna go ow man that hurt <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> yeah brent will just walk in somberly <laughs> i don't think you understand though that electricity it's it's a warning i mean for non-supernatural things that are very mundane and have to do with FBI jurisdiction, but, uh, you shouldn't go in. Do you say that as, like, do you follow them as you say that? Or do you just, like, say- I am last in line as I try to tell them not to go in. Okay. So you enter the house and the first thing you notice is just that it's really cold and is also not super well lit. And in fact, after all, you all are inside, you notice that it's not lit because the door behind you has closed through a haunted house fashion. Uh, and if you were to turn around, there's actually no door anymore. It's hard to see what else is inside the house. It seems super foggy, like there's a lot of like mist inside this house. The only thing you can see is kind of like a desk in the middle of this room. And behind this desk, there seems to be a towering figure, maybe like six feet, or no, six feet is too little, like eight feet tall, super lean and long. And you can barely see its face. And on the desk, there's four piles of paper, like standing in front of the desk. Uh, The figure is like motionless and it's kind of hard to see how it looks like. So. Oh, uh, hi, I'm I'm sorry. Is um, are you closed? Google said you were open. The figure is going to like look at you and say, ah, hello there, guests. My name is Fistibus Orlani. I am your, uh, for lack of a better word, host in this uh, house, the uh, Munarva household. I hope you uh, enjoy your stay for the remainder of the night. In front of you, you can see the contract that you have all provided me where you compromise to stay the night in this place and I compromise to give you the price for uh, at the end of your stay here. I uh, will make sure that this contract is completed to the best of uh, your abilities. And so Fistibus is going to take the papers and he's going to look at the, um, the items in your contract and be like, ah, yeah, I, I believe I can provide uh, all of this, no problem. I have uh, some chaos orbs lying around the house, definitely these cards. Uh, and then he's going to look at Peter and be like, uh, you know that there is a new model coming up, right? No matter, no matter, I will try to give you this card, try to give it as fast as I can, if you do manage to spend the night in here. Do you have any reactions to this boy as he's just laying this all out? Peter 
looks livid. He is absolutely furious. And as he goes over to his contract and reluctantly signs it, he murmurs under his breath, Damn scalpers. <laughs> Brent is also fuming. Fistivos. I swore to never make any deal with the forces of chaos. But if the only way to progress further is to step into the jaws of defeat, then I'll do it for the sake of killing chaos. And he signs his name with, like, the most squiggly, like, careless dude bro signature. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even letters. Amazing. <clears throat> Scuba Corps lawyers probably said something about you being here. This is all fine. He'll sign it and then, like, slam the pen down on the paper and make eye contact with Festivos and say, as long as I get my card. Festivals will say, ah, this is precisely why I have resorted to providing you with contracts, because uh, previous guests, which may or may not have stayed denied in here previously, you have no way of proving that, have sometimes demanded and complained about the lack of a contract. So we uh, decided to make this a little bit easier and provide you with that. So no worries. I am the one that ensures that you are legally bound to complete that's a sound business practice i'm just thinking of i'm thinking of festivos is like that grandma that gets you the game that's not quite the game you asked for <laughs> like you asked for the new pokemon game and you instead got just like I, the bootleg pokemon thing yeah I once received Animal Crossing for the 3DS from a very well-intended family member, but I did not own a 3DS. Oh, no! <laughs> so I could not play it. It was really sad. Just give me a moment. And he reads over the contract. I spent some time in law school, so I know a little bit about this. God, you're fucking... You're playing Sam Winchester. I'm so angry. He's going to read very carefully over this contract and sign at the bottom. Sammy. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. You did such a fucking good, like... Oh, like boys that he does. Like you did that fucking cadence. And I'm so upset. Okay. Uh, fine. Uh, okay. His last name should be Sammy Chess. Sammy Chess. God, yes. Sammy Chess. Where's Sammy Winch? Sammy Winch. Sammy Winch. God. And anyways, I will explain to the listeners that Emily is looking, or Sammy Winch is looking for the cult, which is a supernatural item. Do you want to explain what that is, Emily? The cult is a gun that kills a lot of different supernatural creatures and yeah. may have three bullets and may have seven bullets and may have eight bullets and may have four bullets. We'll see. God fucking damn it. It has as many bullets as it wants to have. I'm so mad about the bullets. <laughs> so yes, I played Sammy Winch. He him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Quest Friends Dread Part 1. I am Ariadne, your GM and Haunted House host. This is my first time running a Dread campaign for the podcast and recording a mid-announcement break, which is super exciting, so I hope you're having fun with my adventure. But before we can get back to the shenanigans the party is getting into, I have a couple of announcements for you. The first thing is that the theme song at the beginning of this episode is Welcome to the Family by Miracle of Sound. The second thing is, is that if you want to look at my really artistic map that I drew of the haunted house, it is located in the description of this episode. 
The third and most important thing is that if you're looking for a place to tell new friends about Quest Friends, this would be a great time to jump into the show. This is because we right now are transitioning between season one and season two, so we're going to be releasing really small, self-contained, two-parter episodes that give a really good idea of what our podcast is about without having to be too intimidated by the backlog of season one. So this would be a great time to tell a friend about what Quest Friends is about. That's all for now. So the next episode is going to be our Halloween special, All My Damon Children on Halloween. And then the second and final part of my adventure is going to be Dread Part 2 and is going to be releasing on Monday, November 8th. I will see you then. contracts and Vistibus will say okay this all seems good and legally binding you are welcome to explore the house for the remaining of your stay and uh, I will maybe see you at a later time we will see about that and then with that the fog kind of dissipates a little bit as well as the desk and that figure and you're standing in the foyer of this house it's still cold it's still like dimly lit but not like as foggy around you and you would think that it didn't happen if it weren't for the fact that you are holding a piece of paper which doesn't have the contract, but it has a map to the house so that you can move around as you so wish. And it is time for me to send it to you. Fair warning, because this map is very bad. Like I'm so excited for the map. <laughs> Check the description for the full map. It's so bad. Here it oh. is. <laughs> I'm trying to kind of describe it. So there's like the big foyer where you're all standing. And then there's like dining room or like a dining hall on the left going up from the foyer. There's a ballroom also on the left. <laughs> on the right, there's a playroom. Then there's some stairs leading to the second floor in which there's like a main suit and then there's three rooms and a garden. So that's what I what I have. So you're standing in the dimly lit foyer. Very good map, by the way. I really like it. like the map. Oh, I love the map. It's very good. No, it's a very clear map. No, this is a great map. Yeah, very straightforward. Thank you. I, Kyle, want to go to the garden, but... So the garden is on the... You know, looking back, I don't... It doesn't make really physical sense, but it's on the second floor. Like, the second floor, I guess, has a balcony with a garden, because I, I am... Look, that is the most uh, betrayal uh, at the house on the hill thing I have ever heard. The garden is on the second floor. <laughs> it's a floating garden in the, <laughs> the second floor of the house. I didn't realize. Well, it's like a rooftop <laughs> garden, you know? It's real classy. Yeah. yeah. Before we do a room at all, Brent was going to turn to the rest of the, not party exactly, but group, and say, now that you're all here, in this place of chaos, you need to be able to protect yourselves. He's going to reach into his pocket and just take out, like, a handful of bullets. There's no gun. <laughs> just, like, a handful of bullets. And pass them out to everyone else and be like, take this weapon. It's very powerful, especially against living things. Can I rule that? Like, I don't know where you got these bullets, but like, what if these are the bullets that will fit specifically into the cult? <laughs> if you want, hell yeah. Please. Oh, thanks, man. This is super great. And Peter is going to take the bullets and he's going to pull out his gun and look. <laughs> <laughs> And as he's casually loading <laughs> his pistol, he's going to point to the playroom on the map and say, hey, have you guys ever tried out uh, VR? It's real cool. Let's go uh, take a look. Do what you must. For now, I'm going to explore the left. I, I figured this would happen. This is okay. <laughs> oh, like, no worries, man. Like, listen, I, I own a VR at home, okay? I don't 
I'm not going to play or anything. You don't have to worry about me like cutting in line or anything like that. I just thought we'll need to scour this entire place. We have no idea what sort of hidden treasures, puzzles, or monsters we will find. We must find them all. Please, uh, before anybody goes anywhere, Sammy looks around and can I find an iron candelabra or fire poker or something? Oh, uh, yeah. To the sides in the foyer, like there are two big mirrors and on the side of the mirrors, there are two candela. Like, Okay. Are they challenging to take down? But exactly. That's the thing <laughs> that I was going to say, that you need to roll. Okay. I will try to get one of them. I don't think I dare to. Excited for Emily to get fucking stabbed. I know. I'll cut my hand and get tetanus. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got six. Okay, I thought you got, were going to say you got 12. All right. Yeah, you scared me for a minute there. <laughs> was, uh, it's like we're going to turn over and Sammy's just impaled on a candelabra. Honestly, I wouldn't put that past Sammy Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> so have I successfully gotten the candelabra? Yeah, so I want to say that you did grab the candelabra. Like, it made a little bit of noise that is like, and it just reverberates like, through the house, really loud, echoey. Thanks for making me do that sound design, Ari. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Sammy is going to offer Pesto the candelabra and then gesture for Peter to hold out his hand. Please, uh... I need to give you something. It's really important. Oh, guys. If I knew we were all bringing stuff, I would have brought like a cheese platter or something. I made a really cool recipe with my fiance this last weekend. I could have brought that. Oh, my God. But yeah, no, I'll I'll take it. Sammy reaches into his pocket and dumps a bunch of salt into your open hand. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just loose powdered salt. This loose, this loose granular salt. He does not explain the candelabra, and he will not explain the salt. But you both have these things now. Oh, Pesto has not taken the candelabra. Actually, Pesto has been like leaning coolly against the front window in the foyer that I just made up, and um, the front window. <laughs> like we could leave at any time. <laughs> so, like, I will say there isn't a window, but there is a mirror. I've been imagining a window so he can look coolly out. He'll be leaning against the mirror because he's that cool, looking and, coolly um, out like it's a window though. So just <laughs> as if it's a window. <laughs> a real boy band pose, you know. He's doing a boy band pose, and he's been looking just so disdainfully at all of you. Like, this is ridiculous. He he looked disdainfully at the loose bullets in Brent Chaz's hand that he was handing out. And when he is attempted to be handed a candelabra, he'll just scoff, preparing. Don't you think you're all taking this just a little too seriously? Well, uh, yeah. You don't want to be the guy who brings plates to a potluck. The last time I didn't take chaos seriously. I lost all that I held dear. Feel free to scoff if you wish. But when chaos appears, there will be no mercy. You know, I I didn't take things seriously when I was a kid, and, uh, well, my mom died. And then I left behind that life, and then my girlfriend died. And then I tried to leave that life again, and my dad died. So... Yeah, we gotta take it seriously, man. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are doing this. <laughs> this is a top tier performance. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here with my baby memes <laughs> while you Sam Winchester it up. Anyways, did you respond to that pesto kaiba or pesto scuba song? <laughs> I almost did just call him pesto kaiba. <laughs> like, scuba wasn't quite right, but I couldn't think of a better word. But pesto was so perfect as a substitute for seto. Pesto will just openly scoff again. It's just a house. The only preparation you need is to spend an uncomfortable night on the floor, which I won't be. And then he's going to turn and swoosh with his cape. I'm going to go find the master bedroom. <laughs> And off he goes. Okay. He's he's gonna go find it. He's gonna go look specifically for the master bedroom because that's where he wants to be. That's where he belongs. Okay. I assume you're all looking at Pesto as he's speaking and he was leaning against the mirror. Yeah. 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 
And so if you look at that, you will see that suddenly like his reflection is going to not match his actual like pose. Oh. And instead you're going to see that reflection move and hit the mirror behind him. And so I want you to roll to like when you do your swish of the cave. You touch the fucking mirrors. To do it fall. fast enough <laughs> to not be yoinked. All right. And six is the death number already, or one of the death numbers already. Six and twelve. Six and twelve. Six and twelve. Six and twelve, the death numbers. <laughs> you got six. You got six. You have a ten percent chance of death. Yeah, this is we're gonna die real quick in this. Oh boy. First roll. First roll. First roll. First roll. Nineteen! Oh, oh. oh yeah, boy! Pesto scuba. So yeah, you do this like whoosh thing, kind of like in that Scooby-Doo intro where like they're just walking and there's that hand like almost grabbing, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah, that. grabbing for Daphne, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like it just doesn't, just doesn't do it. Yeah, for flavor, Pesto didn't fucking notice. Oh, I, I, I know he didn't notice. <laughs> okay, good. I, I know he didn't notice. Good, good, good. He doesn't believe in ghosts. Also, where is Sammy Winch? Because I get that Brent Chaz wants to go to the left somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to walk into the dining room. Pete wants to go to the kids' room. <laughs> right? No, where do you want to go? The playroom. The, the playroom. Room. And then Pesto wants to go to the... The master suite. The master suite. Yep. Where is Sammy Winch want to go? So that I kind well, of... Well, Sammy Winch has deduced, because he's very good at this, that... If the spirits in this house are reaching out specifically to Pesto, then he must be sort of a target no. of this negative. Oh, no, you're going to follow Pesto? Don't follow me! Emily, you can't keep flirting with Hallie's characters. <laughs> well, you know, every single romantic or really close interest of Sam dies, so have fun with that. Pesto's kuma. Look, Sammy is still recovering from the passing of his girlfriend. God. The passing of his girlfriend 15 years ago. And he had a complicated relationship with his father. And so he's really, he's emotionally vulnerable right now. But he also, he knows ghosts. And he knows that if Pesto is already getting manifestations of spirits around him, that he may somehow be aggravating the energy. And so he is going to follow Pesto, pulling out like a little EMF meter and like waving it around behind him <laughs> very obtrusively. Please, Pesto, the, the EMF is going nuts. <laughs> so as Pesto and Sammy are walking towards the stairs that are like on the deeper side of the foyer or whatever, you suddenly hear, and you all hear it, a deep, really loud sound that it sounds the equivalent of a whale sound. Just no! All the house. You just hear like, <laughs> like that. I don't like that. And the house will reverberate a little. And you will notice, Pesto and Sammy specifically, because you're walking on that direction, that above you, there is another type of candelabra, the one that is on the ceiling. And it will like so much that it will fall. <laughs> and I need you both to roll to avoid being crushed by it. All right. Oh. If you want Peter and Brent to be in that general direction, you can also roll to avoid it. You know, we're, we're already at 15% odds of death. I think we're good. I think we're good over here, you know? I was going to go that way, but I actually decided to go, uh, go follow Brent. So I'm not in the way anymore. Yeah. Well, I got a 15. Okay. Well, I got 12. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, no! Oh, my God! Well... Oh, my God. Uh, okay, well, this is... <laughs> this is fine. So... There he goes. <laughs> He's just dead. So how does he die? I want to. I want to. I want to know viscerally. Is he just stabbed to death? Or well, yeah. So like basically, <laughs> well, yeah. Sammy was able to avoid the falling candelabra, 
But Pesto was not fast enough, probably because he was just too focused on like being cool and walking slow and did not believe in fact that a candle was falling on top of him. And so he was push. And I'm going to type a thing for Hallie only and I'm going to send you a direct message. Okay. While this happens, Brent, who's presumably still out in the foyer looking over and seeing this, will say to Sammy, that was too close. You were almost a pesto sandwich. <laughs> Sammy might have laughed in a different situation, but as it is, he's fallen to his knees to cradle Pesto's head. <laughs> I'm so sorry I couldn't save you. I tried. I can't believe it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're mourning him. You are like crying or whatever, or just like being all sad. Oh yeah, it's like they're very... They're sensitive but manly tears. A single man tear. Yes, perfect. Well, you will notice as you're sitting that suddenly there is someone standing right next to you, flowing cape and all. And as you look, you will see the standing figure of Pesto Scuba <laughs> looking down at you. He looks somehow a little bit glitchy, a little like if you see how the body looks, there's something kind of weird about it. But other than that, he just looks like regular old Pesto Scuba standing there staring at you. You too also notice Brent and Peter if you want to notice as well. Yeah, Peter would have just been like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, oh, 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 thank goodness. Oh. You know, I've been watching too many of those spooky horror movies recently. <laughs> you know, show me your booty. <laughs> and he looks around and he says that. There it is. It just echoes in the space. It's it's a it's a joke. It's a thing I do with my because you know, ghosts. And and there are no such thing as ghosts, Pesto says. <laughs> and look down at- How can we be certain that you're the real Pesto Scuba? Was that even a question? Yes, it was. That's that's why I phrased it to you. <laughs> okay, so so Pesto can see his body bleeding out on the floor, right? <laughs> My thinking was that the candle was big enough that like it covered most of the body, but yeah, there is something definitely. A little bits of Pesto just like squeezing out <laughs> yeah. from the sides. Great. There's something underneath the candle for sure. It's it's really squished and not <laughs> easy to distinguish, but it could be potentially Pesto's body. <laughs> I can't believe you'd fall for such a paltry illusion. And then he switches his cape again and continues upstairs. He spends no more time dwelling on this. Pesto. Sammy follows, but Sammy's mission is no longer to protect Pesto from the ghosts. His mission is to help Pesto understand that he doesn't need to be a ghost, that he can move on. Great. That heaven is waiting for <laughs> oh him. Oh, God. Not like, I don't know if it's heaven waiting for Pesto Scuba. Not like really good heaven, though, like medium normal heaven. Okay. That's more realistic, but that's not. Uh, no turbo heaven. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's go, Peter. I have a feeling that man is going to bring down the wrath of chaos upon us all. Oh, yeah, man. Let's step inside. All right, so you all, you both head to the dining hall, and as you enter, you will see that there is a table with a lot of different food laid out of it. Most of it is delicacies such as chicken nuggets and chicken wings and all of those trashy good, feel-good foods. But there's also, there's also other more nicer foods there uh, now and then. And at the very edge of the table, there is a figure sitting in front of all of it, not moving. You've noticed that like you're also a little bit hungry, but you don't have to eat stuff if you don't want to. But I mean, you are hungry and it looks really good. How does Peter feel about trash food? There's a reason why I said that there was <laughs> trash food. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so Peter goes in, he's like, oh man, <sighs> real hungry. Hmm. The dining room. Yeah, I hope it's, uh, we weren't saving this for anyone, right? Well, not unless chaos is around. Okay, so chaos, I just didn't want to be the first one to eat it. You know, a bit rude, so. 
And Peter is going to carefully take the salt he's been holding on to, <laughs> take a plate, set the salt on the plate. Oh my. Because it's just been in one hand. Oh my God. And then he's going to uh, wipe it off and look around to see. Uh, before he touches the chicken, he has to wash his hands, of course. So is there a place to wash my hands? Um, yes, there is a kitchen right next to the, like a little tiny room where you can go and access the kitchen and go wash your hands. Yeah, so he's he's gonna go wash his hands. And he's just gonna shout to Prent. Feel free to help your uh, help yourself while I'm in there. You know, no, don't need to wait up on me or anything. So there was a uh, a figure at the other end of the table, right? Yeah. Uh, what did they look like? <laughs> I somehow, I and Peter both somehow missed that part of the description. <laughs> Are we waiting for anybody else? Or somebody sitting there, like. Yeah, fucking ear. Look, Ari mentioned the word chicken, and you were like, I was lost. There I am. So it's hard to tell. It's uh, also like really lean and long. So like a weird spindly person? Weird spindly person. But you are able to see the face of this one. And the face is basically two hollow black eyes and serious line of a face, like a serious mouth, just standing there, not moving, like a costume, you know, like one of those creepy- Wait, is this actually Egg this Demon? Is Egg Demon? Is it really just Egg Demon? I, yeah, is Egg Demon the thing that Emily sent earlier on? Yeah? Yeah. God fucking damn it. Egg Demon, Egg Demon, Egg Demon. So it, it's sitting there, it's not moving, and- It's done cooking. Peter, you're washing your hands in the kitchen. Yep. Actually, I, I, I'll say that it's the bathroom, just because I think that's easier for things. There is also a mirror in this bathroom where you're washing your hands. And as you're doing that, you will see it's not your reflection anymore, but it's another person. And it's going to try and grab you as you're washing your hands. I assume, are you like looking at the mirror at all? Are you? Uh, I will look at it once I succeed, because now that we have wiped the slate yeah. clean, I got a free roll again, baby. Well, 12 is, but 6 is still a death number. And 19. Oh, well, I thought, like, we wiped everything clean. Yeah, we wiped the board entirely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, everything. I'm sorry. I thought we were wiping just that number when I suggested it. Because otherwise, we stay at very high odds yeah. of death most of the game. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Gotta have a cooldown between deaths. All right, so uh, it is a four. Yeah, so it doesn't grab you, and in fact, it's going to try to, like, say something. Like, it's going to try and motion you to, like, be like, Help! Help! I'm gonna look up. What do I see? What you see is the figure of a lady, like, 20-ish something years or so, and she's looking straight at you. She has, like, a really, like, semi-old-timey dress. And she's staring at you, just like motioning for help. Have you seen my mother? Peter is going to look at this woman. And he's going to do the thing where you look in a mirror and you kind of like stretch your face to like look from different angles. <laughs> and he says, huh, different look than I normally have, but it looks pretty good. And then he leaves. God damn it. Holy shit. He's just going to be like, have you seen my <laughs> Six screaming, and you won't see it, and it won't affect you, but the mirror is going to crack a little bit at that. Uh. And so I'm going to leave, I'm going to enter the room, I'm going to, you know, pat my hands and say, huh, I should call my mom. Meanwhile, Brent has just been staring down the egg demon. Just like a staring contest? Well, initially, like trying to see if it makes any wrong moves. It's not moving at all, it's just sitting there. But here is the question. If I strike you down now, will you simply respawn from the floors themselves? Or will this place be safe from chaos? I guess there's only one way to find out, and I would like to pull a sword, like, off of a display case on the <laughs> wall. God fucking damn it. And I wanna- I wanna fucking go to town on the egg demon. Well, first- first, I- I will rule that there is a sword in this dining hall, because this is my rules, but it's not going to be that easy, my man. Roll so that you don't accidentally fall on your sword, Roman style, and <laughs> take the sword off the wall. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I got a nine. You got a nine? Okay, that's that. Okay. So you are able to successfully take the sword off the wall. 
But now you want to strike chaos, which is me a different role. Yeah, I'm fine with being a separate role. It's a complicated action. It's multiple steps. Yeah. It's a complicated thing to draw a sword off a wall and try to strike down an egg demon. Mm -hmm. Who can say how this will go? 19, baby! Oh, god damn it! Oh. So you succeed at chopping this, mostly because he is not moving. He was just standing <laughs> there as a costume thing. It's just two teens in a trench coat! <laughs> so you just stab through it. <laughs> like, and it just like, it's like a really clean cut as like the top part falls down. You'll notice that it was hollow inside. There is nothing inside of it whatsoever. Our first victory against chaos, but there will be more to follow. Right. I guess this is that's a prob maybe a good scene to switch to. I think killing the egg demon, we've done enough <laughs> in our space. Oh, yeah. Let's just like switch to Sammy Winch and Pesto Scuba. Yeah, both of them definitely. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah, both of them definitely. Well, so you want to go to the second floor, but there are some stairs that you need to traverse. I warned you about stairs, bro. Stairs. And they look really like, I mean, it's an old house. I told you, dog. So, like, this. So, Sammy the Trip just die fucking. <laughs> so, roll Sammy Winch <laughs> to go up the stairs. Uh, Pesto Scuba, you, like, for some reason have, like, a really easy time going up the stairs. It's almost as if you're not even stepping on them, but just, like, floating up. Like, that's that can't really be what's happening. Well, it's because I normally float. Like, the ground is beneath me. I never touch it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, the best joke in all of Quest Friends. <laughs> <laughs> the ground is beneath me. What did you roll? I rolled a three. Oh, you rolled a three. Oh. All right, so you are able to go up these stairs. Like, they're old and, like, kind of, like, rickety, but, like, you're able to do it, possibly inspired by Pesto Scubas. Or actually, yeah, describe how your action's going up these stairs uh, successfully. Well, Sammy Wench had an interesting childhood. He could have had a childhood like his mom would have wanted for him. You know, lighthearted games, but instead there were things like when he said he was scared of something in his closet, his dad gave him a gun instead and said, there are things to be afraid of in the dark. He's been trained as a soldier his whole life, and uh... So he's pretty good at stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so you go up and... So where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the main suite or... I'm going to the main suite, baby. Yeah, it's mine. I'm following Pesto Scuba. As they go towards this main suite, Sammy Winch is speaking almost sort of a stream of consciousness to Pesto about how it is okay to move on God. and <laughs> not to let himself be consumed no. by his hurt and anger at his past life and the way that it ended. And that, you know, it might seem like a good idea to stick around, but as time goes on, even if he thinks he's in control now, he's going to become a malevolent spirit. And then he'll be just like the things we're fighting now. There's a whole lore dump going on. Sammy's trying to convince Pesto to move on to the other side. Just like talk about all of the ghosts that he has like fought over the years and my the man that I thought of almost like a father as well. He died and he turned into a ghost and he was trying so hard to keep his humanity. That's literally impossible. I just don't want to see that happen to you. Pesto just like crosses his arms and is like, I don't know what everybody's up to tonight, but everybody seems to have a lot of feelings about a lot of things. I do have a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pathetic. Feelings are pathetic. Sammy looks <laughs> at you with these big brown puppy dog eyes. He's hurt. Good. He's hurt because he's a sensitive man. Yeah. <laughs> and you should feel bad. I guess Hallie feel a little bad. <laughs> Pesto, however, does not. And then says, and you're being ridiculous. Ghosts aren't real. Your entire line of profession is a sham. You should focus on something real instead. 
like cards. Like cards. Candid <laughs> has to then whip out his cool holster deck. Like, I assume he still has that. How would that go for him? Yeah, he still has. I'd like to shuffle my card, like run my thumb over the top, like cool card people do in Vegas. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I, uh, like I said, I, I was going to go to law school. I was doing really well. I was... I had an interview for a scholarship and everything. I And then my girlfriend died. And then my dad died. And we had a really complicated relationship. I don't know if I mentioned this. I find it difficult to open up to people. This <laughs> <laughs> dog just groans at that. He's going to make like a... Uh, well, you continue opening up to him. The world's <laughs> longest hallway. Oh, God. Pesto thinks like it's the world's longest hallway, but it just literally is stretching further and further yeah. as this conversation <laughs> happens. <laughs> so after you do that, have that long conversation, you head towards the main suit, right? Yeah. Pesto's plan has not changed, but he is gonna he is gonna be like, You aren't following me, are you? Well, yeah, I am. I'm worried about you, man. <laughs> how does how does he feel about that? Um, God, <laughs> all of the things that I thought like, would happen in this in like, this game. Is, this like, field talk is not one of them. Exercise Seno Kaiba, but like, but like hitting a chord. Unnecessary feelings. I am genuinely trying not to make this a hitting on him thing. I know. Sammy Winchester has a lot of feelings. He's a sensitive man. <laughs> like, he can't go into a new town without having, like, at least an implied love interest, you know? Yeah, like, usually it's a girl whose shirt is slightly too short. She's probably a single mom as well. Yeah. Well, Dean gets a lot of the moms. <laughs> he does get a lot of the moms. <laughs> if Festa Scuba has a dog, that is like the selling thing for Sammy Winch. <laughs> no, he's got a dragon. Oh yeah, he's got a dragon. He's got several. He's got probably. several dragons. Uh, Pesto's gonna stop dramatically in front of the master suite and turn back to look at Sammy Winch. That's absurd. I'm Pesto Scuba. Nothing bad ever happens to me. And then I'm gonna go in the master suite. Sammy doesn't quite know what to say to that. I'm gonna continue to follow Pesto. That's totally fine. I mean, not Pesto's bad, but like, <laughs> as Hallie, that's perfect. Uh. Okay, well, Pesto Scuba, as you go to the main suite, he just, like, crosses through the door. But, like, Sammy Winch, you will notice that when you try to open the door, it's locked. So <gasps> you have to figure out a way. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, leaving this as a cliffhanger, we'll switch back to Peter and Branch. So are you, after you chop down the egg demon, what are you doing after that? Like, are you moving on? Are you staying there? Are you... Well, I just came out from the bathroom, so I'm gonna... Oh, you did just come out from the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking come out, not notice the demon, because I didn't notice it earlier, and grab some fucking chicken wings, man. Grab some fucking chicken wings. All right, so, uh... Oh, Peter, while you were in there, did you find any kind of safe room? I haven't encountered one yet on this floor. And just while taking the chicken absentmindedly, oh, the safe room. Nah, they, they usually keep those in the back or something, but like, you know. Hmm. Concerning. This could be a long march. Make sure you've stocked up on items to heal yourself. Already ahead of you on that, bud. You sure don't want anything? Like, I'm, I'm not going to eat all of this. You can take whatever you want. Oh, no, you go ahead. I can only sustain myself on justice. It's a rare and unfortunately untreatable condition. <laughs> I got it from exposure to chaos. <laughs> Peter will go for a second helping, though. I assume you eat it, right? Oh, yeah, I'll just eat it while, like, it's, it's you know, little table stuff. So I'll eat it as we walk to the next place. I'll maybe grab a, you know, Hershey's Kiss or something that I'll eat and unravel and pop in my mouth as I'm grabbing the rest of the chicken. All right. For no particular reason, roll me a dice as you eat your chicken wings. Peter takes a bite and goes, Ooh, wow, this is 
really good. But something looks weird in his eyes and his smile. Because I rolled a three. <laughs> oh! oh my god! Oh my Jesus god. fucking Christ. <laughs> In addition to that, I also want to give a quick shout out to the partial inspiration for this roleplay that I'm doing, which is the podcast Grim Reading, specifically the episode The Boy Who Went Forth to Learn What Fear Was. I took it as an inspiration and then I destroyed everything other than like the house, the spending the whole night in the house and something so is else. The, is this the podcast equivalent of going through all of her old photos and like giving them heart yeah. emojis? Yeah, yes. I, I, yeah, it's, it's nothing like that story. So like, if people go and hear it, you'll be like, what, where is this inspiration? But like, it was there. Anyways, I'll, I'll let you continue. I was just tickled by the grim reading. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't know it was based on that. Yeah. I feel like I've said it before and I've been like, don't listen to that story. Even though I changed, there's only one thing I kept and I don't even know if you'll get to it. Cause it's like, <laughs> a, like Easter egg hidden, but anyways. And also, obviously, when you introduce your characters, I know what your pronouns are, but for the audience, <laughs> all of you also introduce your character <laughs> pronouns. Of course. What a joke. Because you know it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> for the audience, in case that's kept, the last time I ran a Dread game, everybody did this exact scenario. Dude, dudes on a ship. God. A bunch dudes of dudes on a ship. ship. Dudes in a house. Dudes on a ship. Dudes, dudes in a house. house. <laughs> Why does this happen to me every time? Dudes, 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 dudes. I, I, I will say, in case you want to keep, apparently everybody just picked the same amount of letters for their yeah. first name. Like, why are you all? And their last names. We all have five letter first names and five letter last names. Why are you all like this? Five's in a house. Oh, Five's in a house. Five dudes in a house. Except there's only four of us. I'm so angry. Well, maybe there is a fifth dude in the house. Who fucking knows, Tom? Who fucking knows? It's five guys. Well, this is just a five guys origin story. Five guys, <laughs> burgers and fries. That's the name of the fifth guy. Burgers, burgers and fries. <laughs> I'm so angry. He'll just scoff and say, your weapons won't do you good. And I don't know what that was. Uh, <laughs> Are you Fistavos? Shit, Fistavos <laughs> is taking over Pesto. <laughs> run! <laughs> what? Let me, oh man, can I get, okay, give me a second here. That's a post-credit sequence if I've ever seen one. <laughs> okay, give me a second here. I'm so upset how <laughs> well you are doing this. I told Emily on the ride back from our dice, I hope Ari's ready to get out memes. I'm, I'm, I'm so angry. I'm, I'm so angry. This is the top tier performance. Yeah, and I'm, I'm here with my baby memes while you Sam Winchester it up. Meanwhile, me, you, we should never make references that are only meaningful to us. Also, me makes a character who's entirely references to someone only we know. Insufficient levels of show me your booty and your dialogue <laughs> I'm so sorry that is the one and only thing Peter Wynn has done in every haunted house okay another thing that I forgot to tell you um, is that in your contra or like your maps you had a picture of each of you like on top of the map and it all it had like a little like square aura around it but pesto as soon as the candle falls and he avoids escaping it it switches to a round one because I learned that in Pope Pictures, if it's square, it means that it was done when it was alive. But if it's circle, it means that it was not. Meanwhile, Peter is just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And everyone can look over and see that he's actually smiling. Oh, my God. And pointing to the thing of salt. And he says, oh, no. Oh. It's Overwatch. I get it now. <laughs> 
I don't play Activision <laughs> Blizzard games either. It took me a second. Uh, it's a complicated thing to draw a sword off a wall and try to strike down an egg demon. Mm -hmm. Who can say how this will go? I mean, he just fucking cooks eggs. He's not that scary. He's pretty scary. <laughs> it's one of the five guys. One of the f that's the fifth, the fifth guy. guy. He's the fifth guy. Nothing bad ever happens, happens to, to the Kennedys. Kennedys. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens to Scuba Corps. Okay, I'm going to first, if, if that's fine with you, Emily, first do follow them and then follow you and Pesto later. Of course. I noticed you just said, is, if that's okay with you, Emily, that's a bit concerning. Oh no, Sammy Winch, I guess. No, no, I mean like, I mean like, you only mentioned Sammy, that's what concerns me. Because wasn't Pesto and Sammy going up? Pesto and Sammy are going up, but like, don't, yeah, don't. but like Pesto is just going to bed. So don't worry about what Pesto is doing. It's eternal bed. <laughs> it's nighttime. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, don't this worry is not, about this it. This is not. This is not that. Pesto's Pesto's is going to bed. <laughs> 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 